0: what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. Today's episode is all about Thanksgiving 2020. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I don't know about you, but my memories from the past of Thanksgiving, they've shifted dramatically from what it was once versus what it is now. And I don't mean because of 2020 and us having to compound things like the election and COVID on top of our Thanksgiving. I'm just talking about me personally in my home. And I'm hoping that you'll reflect on how things have been versus how things are for your own home. I remember when I was younger Preparing for Thanksgiving dinner was like at least one week event for my mom. My mom would make homemade turkey gravy. And I remember she would spend days on this gravy. And I hear her words echoing in my mind now telling me, Ashley, one day when I'm gone, you're going to regret not knowing how to make my Thanksgiving gravy. And I can't say that I regret never having learned her recipe Although it would be nice for me to have paid a little bit of closer attention, especially not having her here with us anymore. But I would always help my mom with everything that I could. And Thanksgiving was a very big thing in my family growing up. We didn't have a lot of money before my dad became an entrepreneur. And having something, the simple things in life, right, like sharing a family meal, It was very important to us, and maybe this is similar for you, but my house was the kind of house to where my brothers and I, we all had shared responsibilities, and one of my responsibilities was setting the table, and my mom and dad were both, my dad still is, incredibly old-fashioned, so the way that you set the table, where you place things on the table, everything needed to be in order, and this isn't just for Thanksgiving. Every single night, my mom would cook dinner for the family and my job was to set the table. So I remember during Thanksgiving, I would always try to do something to make it a little bit more special, whether that was folding the napkins neatly or putting something special on the table, just something to, to make the family meal a little bit better, a little bit more memorable for us. And a lot of the recipes that my mom made, the little tweaks and the hacks, how she did her stuffing, all of those things I've carried with me. Throughout the years. And as I got older and some of my brothers started to move out of the house, eventually I got married, moved out of the house. Coincidentally, I moved into the house right next door to my mom and dad. And then I would be responsible for cooking the Thanksgiving dinner. And I remember taking so much pride in being able to cook Thanksgiving dinner for my family. Having them come over to the house Finally, understanding what that nurturing feeling is when I've heard so many people before talk about how important it is for them to be able to get fulfilled by feeding their families. I understood that for the first time, the first time that I hosted a Thanksgiving dinner at my house. And then time goes on. My mom passed away and that shifted all of the holidays for us. I'm sure you know how dramatically holidays are impacted when you lose somebody so important to you. And what I found was after my mom passed away, it was even more important for me to make the holidays as special as I could. If you've been listening for a while, you know that my dad has onset dementia. Dementia is a symptom of Alzheimer's. In the midst of this, after my mom passing away, my little brother had a little boy. His name is Ripley. And so I found that the holidays became even more important. Not only did I need to make the meal special for my family, but now we have this little boy. This little boy that I always need to take into account. I remember last Thanksgiving, I went all out, made everything that you could ever want to eat on Thanksgiving. Ripley, being the complete byproduct of my kid brother, was incredibly fussy at the dinner table. He did not want to eat. He's now five years old, so at the time he was four. And essentially, he wanted to ruin the meal. This was frustrating my little brother. He couldn't enjoy what is oftentimes one of the only home-cooked meals that he gets to eat throughout the year. So I, I needed to put my mom brain on. I needed to ask myself, what would my mom have done? I just so happened to eat baby food. It's a normal part of my diet. It's a very clean thing for any of us to eat. So I went into the fridge. I grabbed out a pouch of baby food. I sat down next to Ripley. I rubbed the hair out of his face because he was crying. And I handed it to him. For the rest of the Thanksgiving dinner, there was complete silence And everything was fine. And now for this Thanksgiving, with things being different, different in the sense that we have government officials telling us what we can and cannot do, it's really allowed me to step back and to reflect on what I want to do, what is legal to do. And I know as you listen to this, you might have your own varying opinion, and I love you for it. I completely respect you for it. And I hope that you would respect other people's varying opinion just the same. You see, I believe that despite the rhetoric, despite the impositions, despite what anybody else is telling you that you can and cannot do in your own home, especially on a holiday, we need to be the warriors of our own kingdom. We need to be the ones to decide what we believe is safe, what we believe is going to be the best for everybody. And we need to outweigh the pros and the cons, just like we do with anything else. I said this year was a little bit different. The reason that I say that is because as my dad gets older, I'm realizing that his onset symptoms of dementia are starting to increase. And sure, you have these thoughts that go through your mind when you have somebody so close to you that is so vulnerable. If he catches the said coronavirus, could he die? Could he be getting so tired and losing his passion for life that perhaps this could very well be his last Thanksgiving? I don't know. Do you ever have this sense of something, something could happen and then you just dismiss it? I've learned years ago when I started meditating to never dismiss those feelings anymore. And I'm not saying I believe my dad is going to die. But what I'm saying is that this message from the universe is telling me the dynamics are about to shift again. And I don't know what that means. But I'm paying attention to it. And I I hope that if you ever receive a download from your God, from the universe, whatever whatever it is for you, that you too pay attention to it and you lean into it. So what do we do about that? We assess the situation. There is nothing immediate that needs to be taken care of. There's no imminent concern at this time. But by leaning into this sense of the paradigm is changing somehow, and although I don't understand what that means... I need to act on it. Being that it's Thanksgiving, of course I'm having my dad and one of my five brothers over and my nephew. I'm doing this because it's important. I'm doing this because despite what despite what everything says on the media, and I'm going to say mainstream media. If you pop over to Newsmax, it's going to be like you live in a completely different world. But if you're listening to the mainstream media, they're telling you that what I'm doing right now is lethal. Having people over at my house, my dad who's going to be turning 70, is potentially lethal. But you see, I believe, from my experience, from my own personal investigation, that the benefits here far outweigh the risks. And maybe you've had to make your own desertion. Maybe you've had to, to juggle in your mind back and forth what this what this is going to be for you. And the biggest thing, I think, is that we fear judgment. I know for me personally, the best way to avoid that judgment is to not discuss something like this with the people who I know are going to be word vomiting that judgment all over me and to just keep it private. One of my clients told me the secret to a happy life is to keep it a secret. And how true is that? When Christmas comes and my dad's birthday on December 20th, I plan on doing the same thing, making it special. Because if I don't do it, my kid brother will probably end up going to Taco Bell or another fast food place. My dad will sit at home alone. And I believe that that sense of depression, that sense of solitude that I know is going to fester within him, reflecting on the fact that my mom isn't there and all of these things that normally take place aren't taking place, that will inevitably eat away at him and kill him quicker than anything else, even COVID. And I'll encourage you, I'll encourage you to do your own research and to turn the TVs off, stop listening to the news And to be your own judge in terms of what you believe is best for you and your family. And know that no matter what you choose, I'm always available, especially if you're somebody who you're alone on Thanksgiving. Maybe you're patrolling on Thanksgiving. Reach me on Facebook. I'll be available throughout the day on Thanksgiving. And know that as these holidays begin... There are people who feel lonely. And that sense of loneliness, in combination with everything that's transpired throughout this year, puts anybody who is at risk for suicide at an incredible disadvantage. If you know somebody like that, or if you are somebody like that yourself, If you're not going to seek out the help, at the very least, reach out to me at Ashley Walton on Facebook. And know that whatever you're doing, keep it as safe as you can, for sure. But enjoy this time. Enjoy this time of making memories. Enjoy this time of just being with the people that you love. And know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.